All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening today. Um, this is Will, and I've got David Halpern on the phone. David's in Chicago, and he's one of the managing partners of Four Entertainment Group. And uh, these guys have been at it. I know at least, you know, David and his original partner for um, about, uh, what, 20 years now. And they've got, it looks like, over 20 properties uh, total between Chicago and Cincinnati. They've just built a, frankly, just a really badass business uh, and have done really well and built a really good brand and a great reputation. So, uh, David, thank you very much, man, for taking the time today. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, so you, okay, so take me back. I was reading uh, a little bit about your, your background, and you were uh, working in hospitality during your college summers in the Hamptons, and then um, you and your buddy Ben Klopp opened a Live One in 96 in Chicago. Is that right? That was your first place? That is correct. What? Why and did that, you do that? <laughs> Why did you all decide to open it? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, you know, we, we kind of got the bug, um, kind of saw the business, uh, saw, uh, you know, when you're young like that, it, it's more the glamorous side that, that draws you uh, to, to wanting to do that and showing people a good time. Um, and that's the part that's actually never changed for me. I uh, still love to show people a good time 22 years later, uh, but it was where the fire started really just seeing it in action. Uh, we both worked in a very busy place. Uh, it was a great way to make money when you're, you know, 20 years old. So we just kind of went through college and, and kept that, that dream alive. And when we graduated, uh, we said, let's, let's, let's really try to go for it. And what did uh, you have um, one was born? What, did y'all, um, I mean, so you, you're young, um, you haven't, run a restaurant before you guys opened this place did y'all did you fund it yourselves or did y'all get investors or how did that work you know we found a, a struggling bar uh so we approached an owner uh and kind of said we have this concept we we'd love to implement uh in this space he brought us in on, on a deal that uh that was great for us at the time uh, it was it was a bar. There was no food, uh, and you know, a year and a half later, we bought him out. So we kind of had uh, an interesting way to to see if we had a winner on our hands, without having too much debt. Uh, we put some money into a, a renovation uh, that was basically just maxing credit cards and swinging for the fences when when you're young <laughs> like that. You can do young it. And, you young and dumb. <laughs> young and dumb. Exactly. But. Uh, it worked. We kind of got lucky, really, because we, we really knew nothing other than the premise of, hey, we got this concept for a live one. We, we love show, showing people a great time. Uh, and we had enough uh, of, of the eye on the prize uh, to, to run a, a smart business for what we knew at the time. Um, you know, and, and you always got to be careful about uh, – the, the, the drinking your product, you know, so we had a pretty good balance of having a good time, but, but getting up the next day and, and trying to improve our, our place. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so you guys, uh, how long were you doing that before you decided it was it Estelle's was next? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Estelle's was next, uh, about two years later. Um, 
you know, just an interesting tidbit in, in the industry. We we had my partner Ben and I found this place on our own, but we had been working with a broker who was extremely well known in the industry, uh, and and technically he, he didn't show us the the space that became a live one, so we didn't really need to give him a commission, but we felt it was the right thing to do because he put some time in with us. And lo and behold, uh, two years later, he reaches out to us about a place that he had bought and he wanted to bring us in to run it. Uh, so it was good karma and a good decision by two young guys who didn't have a lot of money, uh, still deciding to, p to pay a broker. Uh, and it came back to us with Estelle that he brought us in. Uh, and, you know, that place has been going for uh, 19 years now. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. You've got a couple of places that, you know, have been at it for quite a long time uh, in a competitive market with all kinds of economic cycles in the, in the meantime. So that's a, a tip my hat, man. That's a testament to you guys doing something right. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy, man. A lot of has been 22 years. So uh, that was our first bar, and uh, it's, it's amazing, uh, like you said, uh, the, the ups and downs and, and the cycles and the hot neighborhoods and the cold neighborhoods, and, um, you know, it's still my baby. What's, uh, what hasn't changed in all those years? What are the foundational things that you guys have built everything on that just never changes with the original ones? And, and I'm sure you, you put it in all the places you open now. Uh, for, for, for us, it's, it's never changed that, that the feeling you get when people are in your place and you look around and they're having a great time. That's always been the driver for me. Uh, and, and that's hospitality to a T. Um, and I believe that you're, you're born with it in your veins. And, and the best people in hospitality are, are the ones that, that just want to show people a great time. Uh, and the, you got to still have a great product and you got to still have a great build out and, and a place that just works. Uh, but if your cost, pleasing your customers isn't, isn't what drives you every day, um, I believe your place uh, can't be that great. Have you seen play? Like, have you seen, I'm sure you have in the years, people come and go that um, just that, that weren't born with that, that didn't get that? I think a lot of people hire for experience. Um, I, I hire more for personality and will train you all day long. Uh, and that's just the difference. Like you could have someone who makes a great cocktail or, or uh, and, and does everything well, but if, if it's, they're just not natural with, with customers or uh, and it's not bad service, but I believe the, the best ones uh, can, can just sort of read a room solve a problem uh, just with that knack of, of wanting, just aiming to please. Uh, so you, you got to have both, of course, uh, but for years we felt experience was most important, uh, but now it's, it's definitely more higher for personality. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then you guys, David, so – you had a couple of places, and then, if I'm right, you then partnered up with uh, your two other partners, Bob and Dan, and you guys started to move into Cincinnati as well. Is that right? Did you have some – were they there, or what, why did you choose Cincinnati? Yeah, we uh, – Ben and I went to Miami of Ohio, uh, okay. which is about 40 minutes from Cincinnati, so we had a, a big network there of friends. 
Um, Bob was in Cincinnati at the time, uh, and we were looking to expand the Alive One concept. I grew up in New Jersey, and we were originally going to go to New York because um, I have a big you know, can network there, and 9-11 happened, uh, and that kind of shelved that idea. Uh, so we said, hey, let's, let's explore Cincinnati. Let's go talk to Bob, who had been in the business. Um, and we approached him, and he was like, yeah, let's go for it. And uh, Dan was in Columbus at the time in the industry as well. Uh, and we, Dan grew up with Ben. So we all met up, and, and Dan moved to Cincinnati. We opened up uh, two places pretty quickly, and, and we're able to expand uh, – pretty quickly in Cincinnati with a lot of different concepts. How many do you all have like how many locations do you have now? 20 places. And how many different concepts is that? Is it all single concepts? Yeah, well there's we have the Keystone which is our our restaurant brand that's uh three of those. We also have uh, a spin-off of that which is Mac Shack which is like a a Chipotle style with with mac and cheese. Um that's mm. our signature dish. Uh, so we've got three Keystones uh, and a Mac Shack and another Mac Shack on the way, and then the rest are just one-offs, uh, which which makes makes things difficult, exciting and different uh, and unique, but but difficult when needing different marketing approaches with all these different concepts and and sometimes you know different personalities and uh, you know whether you're in a nightclub or uh, a dive bar, you, you got to adjust uh, accordingly to, to that vibe. So um, it's easier with a keystone where y- you know exactly what you need from a marketing approach and a staffing approach. So um, it, it's sort of what we do best, I think, is just unique concepts. So I guess we'll continue to do that uh, as long as it works out. Did you, um, now have you been, have you, are these all your concepts that you've um, launched or have you purchased places that, and turned them around or a little of both or what? Uh, these are, are, are all our unique concepts. Okay. That's, so we've that's never really taken man. over. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, you, usually when you're buying somebody's place, I mean, most people don't sell when they're making money. Yeah. Um, and I don't, mean, I don't mean that in a bad way, but so usually no. when you're, when you have an opportunity to buy, um, a place, it's because it's run its course and, and it kind of needs a, a new vibe or a new feel or a concept. So, um, you know, we don't, we, we've, there are many places, obviously, that, that are trying to sell their cash flow and, and people go in and, and buy those places and continue to run them as such, and that's a whole different model and that works for them. For us, it's, you know, unique concepts. How do you guys come? I mean, that's a lot of concepts to come up with. Even I mean, in just even twenty years is a long time, but that's also a lot of concepts. Are you constantly thinking about new ideas, or I guess all four of you probably are? Or how does that work? Yeah, I think a lot of times it it, it comes to us more with uh, the neighborhood or the opportunity. I mean, we don't really have a concept that we're like, let's go find a place to open this. We kind of find the opportunity and then think about the neighborhood and think about the need and then kind of uh, mold it into our, to our own concept. Um, a lot of them are, are, you know, just your great staffing, great ambiance, uh, good music, and that really becomes the concept. So it's not this 
all-in concept all the time. It's more just concepts of what we do well, which, you know, are those things. Yeah, those are your foundational building blocks, I guess, for any any concept. Um, yes. Okay. So what do you – I mean, you, you talked about this, but tell me more about just kind of what you love the most about the business that you're in. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely for me, it's it's being in one of our places and, and just looking around and, and seeing people have a great time. It's it's also a motivator for me to, to provide a great place for people to work. Um, we firmly believe in, in, in team and in that if you can have a great idea and, and – um, a great operation, but it all falls apart if you don't have great people. So uh, between those two things, uh, just providing a, a great place for people to work and just seeing people having a fantastic time uh, is what drives me every day. Do you um, do you find more people nowadays that a restaurant job is a bridge to somewhere else, or do you? Or, I mean, are there more people that? Um, look at it as a career now or what have you seen change over the years with your staffing and the types of people you, you bring in and what your expectations are in terms of their longevity with your business? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's, it's definitely a challenge because uh, you're, you're always going to have, you know, we, we call them lifers. Um, lifers are, are the foundation for us, the people that, you know, want to get into this business. They work their way, you know, whether it be from, security or barback or waiter or server up to manager uh, or up to operations manager or even managing partner, those are the ones that that are in it for the long haul. And you kind of, you know, um, they're the ones that approach you and they pick your brain. They want, you know, they, they, they're driven to, to move up. And then you've got the people that are, that are equally as important because they bring a lot of energy um, but yeah, they, they might be in school or they may, it may be a stepping stone to something else. Uh, sometimes you, they convert to being lifers. Uh, other times they go on to, uh, you know, different professions. Um, but you'll always have that mix and, and, and it's a good mix. How do you, um, the people that, you know, that are really into it and pick your brain and inquisitive and curious and, um, soak everything up. Do they uh, – is it, is it then hard to keep those people because they want to go do their own thing? I mean, do you lose people sometimes to start their own concept? Or, and if so, do you, you guys support that? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, that's something I kind of say to, to, to all my managers that, you know, take this opportunity to learn how to run a business. Um, and whether you're with us till the end of time or whether you go out and do your own thing, uh, I'll be the first one uh, at your opening night and, and high-fiving you and wishing you the best. Uh, we get it. I mean, we were those people. So um, if we lose people, um, that's okay. Um, we, we want them to follow their dreams. Um, and Because if, if they don't, it will run its course anyway. Um, you know, people yeah. have that, that drive within them. So um, we're, we're all for as long as, as long as they're doing their thing with us and doing it the right way and, um, you know, we're, we're very supportive of, of them going out and, and, and doing their own thing. Of course, we want to keep them with us, and, and we got to keep them interested and, and them moving up with us. But absolutely, uh, we've had many people go on to do their own thing. Did you, when you all started, I know, like, you know, it was 
you're young and you're you put some stuff on cars and it's you you kind of have you know i mean you know why not like why not try this and see if you can make it work and it it seems kind of sexy and fun and and uh exciting which i think a lot of people feel that way about restaurants it's part of why i like to do this podcast help helps people really understand what's truly involved so you obviously learn uh probably early on that there's a lot of sides of the business that are challenging and tough and lots of hours and things like that like what would you say to yourself you know or somebody else that you reminds you of yourself that's considering getting into the business and you know has a lot of passion but what things do they need to be thinking about um that you know maybe they're not that you know maybe you're unseen unless you've done it don't do it (laughs) (laughs) uh no i mean it's if you feel um, that that drive in you that that you're you're willing to to sacrifice everything for uh, for your business, I mean it is it's it's a 24 hour uh, a day job. Uh, you're always thinking about it. You're whether you're on vacation or whether you're home with the family. You, you really gotta try to block it out at times. Uh, you can get a call at any time, and and uh, that's that's an annoying part of the business, but when it's yours, uh, you're always willing to do that. Um, as you get older, you sort of look at things, why you shouldn't do something. And, you know, when you're younger, you you don't, you haven't made those series of mistakes or you haven't seen those ebbs and flows. And, and so when we were at, at that point, we, we, there was zero hesitation. I mean, everyone told us from, from, you know, are you crazy? You don't have enough experience. Uh, what if it fails? And the two of us just never really put that into the equation. Um, we were just going to do it. And frankly, we did. We got lucky because we really didn't have the experience. Um, so, But we got the experience by running our business. So, I mean, you could go to school for four years and get your MBA and you know, come out and and ready to rock in the business world. But I could guarantee you, we we learned more um, by doing our thing and and learning from our mistakes. And um, both paths are great. Uh, but for us, it was just let's throw our hat in the ring, give it a shot. We know what we do well. Uh, we'll learn the rest along the way. And it's nice when you have a partner who, you know, what where my weaknesses were her his strengths. Um, so that always helps. But, um, you know, you, you got to do your homework. Uh, a lot of people fail in this business, so uh, you can't just have the drive. you you, you got to put the time into the, the neighborhood you want to be in and, and, and what you're trying to do and be consistent with that. Yeah, and you guys, that brings up something, too, with partnerships, because I think a lot of people, you know, things sound great early on and the partnership goes, goes south. But do you think it's uh, – and maybe you guys got got lucky, or maybe this was very deliberate. Do you think it's important to be honest about your strengths, and then also obviously your weaknesses, and try to find a partner that really does balance that out? Yeah, absolutely. But I think it's just as important as an individual to work on those weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, you you can always defer to the guy or the girl in your partnership that, that does it better. But 
um, don't just ignore those things. You, you definitely want to be along for the ride in, in that process and, and, and get stronger where you're weak. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, it's easy to get along when things are going well. Uh, it, it's a lot more challenging when they're not. Uh, but uh, we've had the two of us and then uh, Bob and Dan, I mean, we've all been together for, for a really long time, and um, that's, that's unheard of as well. Um, not unheard of, but, but difficult um, to keep four guys like that with, with you know, strong opinions uh, still, still doing it and still working together. Of course, we have disagreements, but um, as you get – busier you know you don't you do defer a lot more easy easier to to that partner that that knows it better but you're in that meeting and you're 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 still learning every day so definitely understand your weaknesses but but work on those just as much as you use your strengths yeah yeah i mean i it's a it really is a testament that you all have four guys running the sink for as long as you i mean you've had the 4EG was it was it 2007? It's been 11 years that um, you all put this thing all together. Is that right? Uh, longer than that, yeah. I mean, we branded as 4EG. Uh, okay. A little longer than that, but uh, I mean, we've had Bob and Dan in the mix since 2002. Okay. So I mean, it's been a long, long, and you know, it's you can go into business with your friends. In fact, it's it's fun to go into business with your friends. I mean, who else yeah. would you want to go into business yeah. with? Uh, a lot of people will tell you don't mix those two things, but um, we're all still really good friends, and and uh, you know that's I'm I'm pretty proud of that. No, that's a great thing, man. It really is. What um what 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 else what's changed over the last twenty years or so? Significant changes in the business. Or in the industry. Well, I mean, oh, in the industry. I mean, you always go through the, the trends, you know, of, of what's hot and what's not as far as, you know, products. Obviously, craft cocktails and craft beer, and you know, we're, we're a huge trend. Um, we have a lot of industry people that, that frequent our locations, especially in Chicago. Um, you know, things are moving back to – you know, high life and shots of Fernet. So, I mean, the product's always always changing. I mean, the game has changed. Craft beer's here to stay. Craft cocktails are here to stay. The classics are back. Uh, but, yeah, you got to stay on those trends. And um, as far as what's changed, I mean, it just seems like people are getting better and better. So I, I feel like the competition, um, which is always a good thing, the more the merrier, especially in your – so uh, it's, it's a misconception in, in our industry. If a great place opens next door to you, that's a good thing. That's bringing more people to to your direct area. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's great to see uh, other great operators doing great things and inspiring us. And um, you know, so I, I do feel like the competition has gotten stiffer as far as people putting out fantastic products, uh, great places. Um, but it's also a good thing. Yeah, rising tide lifts all boats, kind of thing, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I hear you, man. Um, what's uh, where do you guys take this going forward? I was I was going to guess that you were going to take some of these concepts. You said you know one or two that have several locations, and 
And uh, but it sounds like y'all are really good and, and interested in just continuing with unique concepts. Is that is that right? Yeah, I mean, we're definitely a little more opportunistic than we are strategic, which could be a weakness, frankly. Uh, but we are, we do our best work, I, I think, when when opportunities arise and we seize them. Um, but yeah, we definitely want to continue to grow the Keystone brand, uh, the Mac Shack brand. Uh, we're we're priming the pump to to roll that that out, the especially the Mac Shacks. So I mean, if that's got an end game with, you know, a multi-unit rollout with a with an exit strategy, yeah, we're exploring that. But we'll we'll never stop doing uh, these these one-offs. Uh, we enjoy those a ton. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're always sort of tinkering with what, what's, what's the strategy, um, but we, we, we get up every day with that same excitement to, to improve our business and, and continue to grow. I hear you, man. What is it, I mean, what is a day, well, I know your days vary a lot, but, um, what do your days look like? I mean, with that many locations, are you spending a lot of time in the locations or, um, are you able to do that still? Yeah, uh, not not like we used to. Uh, you know, I like to say we used to work in our business. Now we work on our business. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, you absolutely have to spend time, regardless of you know your life changes, uh, your priorities change as far as you know you want to get up and be productive in the morning. So you can't be out late. Um, but at the same time, you got to be a presence. Uh, you, you got to have that camaraderie with your your customers and, and your staff. Um, so you need that balance. Um, but we certainly rely more uh, on our our youthful managers and staff. Uh, we've we've loosened the reins on the stranglehold of this is exactly what the music should be and this is exactly mm. what we're doing and and it's more a collaboration of ideas because we'd be crazy to tell. 25-year-olds what 25-year-olds want at this point of our careers. Uh, I mean, obviously, we've gotten better with, with structure and systems and stuff like that, but, um, yeah, you still need to for, you know, force yourself to be in your places as much as possible, uh, even though it gets hard when you've worked a full day um, and, you know, it, it, there's just too much that you see uh, and and too much that frankly you miss by not being in your places. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, well, let me ask you this: What is the uh, what's the what's the worst thing that's happened over your career of doing this, and what's the best thing that's happened? If if you can think of anything specifically. Huh. I think the the worst thing are, I mean, from a financial standpoint, just the misses, like the, the opportunities we passed on or the buildings we didn't buy, um, you know, just those, wow, if I knew now uh, what I didn't know then, uh, yeah. that could have been great for us. Uh, I don't know that I have one particular, uh, you know, thing that I would say the worst thing Um you know, we, we've we've closed. I think closing our first location was probably the 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 toughest thing, but that we had a track record that was was pretty crazy. Um, I mean, we, we've our as we talked about, our places have been around for such a long time. 
Uh, we've never closed one in Chicago, uh, but in, you know we we've closed two over 22 years. But the first one it was like 12 years into it, so that that was probably the the worst feeling. Uh, and I think the best feeling has just been watching the company grow. Uh, we used to own bars, then we owned businesses, and now we run a company. So I think the yeah. best thing is just just seeing that um, seeing that grow and seeing that build, but but never compromising. You know what's made us successful. Well, you know I want to so I want to I want to mention something on that note because I think this is important, um, and I'm sure you would probably agree is. Y'all may have had misses where you look back now and say, if we had known, you know, gosh, we could have owned that building or we could have opened in that location. But you didn't have the information then that you have now, and you made wise decisions to say no. And I think saying no uh, and kind of staying in your lanes and your, you know, where you're comfortable and where you know what you're doing is, is something that's a really important part of building a successful business, uh, at least in my experience. So that's – while it may – because I can look back at things, too, and say, God, if we had just known it. But the good news is you are where you are because you, you, you didn't know, and so you made a smart decision at the time. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, you, you don't dwell on it. Um, uh, you know, I, 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 you move on, and, and you learn from it. Or, you, it, yeah, it's, um, it, it's not something that, that you dwell on. Um, you learn from it, and, and, and you move on. Uh, yeah. But yeah, there 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 are a lot of places we passed on, and thankfully we did pass on. Right. So uh, because the neighborhood uh, made it, you know, had a huge, didn't have a long lifespan, and and so for every one that we wish we would have done, there's probably five we're glad we didn't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, look, man, I mean, you're doing it in uh, two uh, great cities, and I mean, particularly Chicago, just. The, the uh, all the changes that have happened in that city in 20 years and all the competition and um, really impressive, man. So I uh, I don't want to keep you because I know you're busy and I, but I do want to thank you because you've just you know it's wonderful to hear what you've done and how you approach it and uh, I tip my hat to you and partners y'all built a really just phenomenal business man so congrats on that and, and the best you know of luck to keep it going which i know y'all do well i thanks so much for for the interest in, in in wanting to talk to us uh we're, we're honored um and you know anytime you want to reach back out or uh it, it was great chatting with you and um love the podcast so keep up the good work i appreciate it man Thanks. Thank you very much, Dave. Y'all take care. I'll, I'll, get, I'll catch up with you next time I head that way for sure. That would be great. All right, man. See you. Thanks, Will.